0: Windows lock your doors, keep your loved ones near. Time is running out. It's here for fear. Oh.
1: Welcome to Ear for Fear. This is Donovan, and I'm Rick. And this is the podcast where we talk about scary movies or movies trying to be scary.
0: Today we're going to be talking about 1985's Fright Night. <laughs> uh, before we jump in, you want to do a quick uh, quick synopsis? Um, or you want me to do it? You do it. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Charlie Brewster believes that his new next door neighbor is a vampire. Uh, his belief is strengthened when mysterious deaths of some women are reported. When the new neighbor confronts Charlie in his own bedroom one night and tries to kill him, Charlie concludes that the monster must be destroyed. But since nobody believes his story, he seeks out the help of Peter Vincent, the vampire killer from his favorite horror TV show. Peter Vincent doesn't believe uh, vampires exist. Charlie's friends Amy and Ed try to convince Peter Vincent to help them prove to Charlie that his neighbor is not a vampire, reluctantly, The vampire slayer accepts the invitation, only to have uh, a chance to prove Charlie wrong. Nevertheless, the neighbor's lack of reflection in Mr. Vincent's mirror says otherwise. Charlie and Peter Vincent must team up to kick some vampire ass. So, Fright Night. Did had you seen this before? I think so. Maybe I had you watched it like a long time
1: ago. Yeah, maybe when I was an early teenager or a kid, because I remember parts of this movie, um, but not most of it. Like I remembered the very end. Oh But yeah. for some reason, I thought that the ending scene had like a whole bunch of blood. But maybe I'm getting like YouTube stuff mixed up in my head, where there's like, um, who stars in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? uh gene wilder gene wilder work mm. i think he's like in a like a vampire spoof movie with um what's the other guy's name Mel, Gibson not mel gibson uh, uh, mel brooks mel brooks thank you um oh. where, where they did like a spoof movie and i think F- i'm getting that thing oh. stuck in my head where he's like putting a stake into a vampire oh. and it's like a lot of blood but i remember oh. there being like a whole explosion on blood and i don't know why i'm thinking about that but oh. so that's why i'm like saying well maybe i saw this movie because yeah. there are parts of it but i think like you know, just as you get older it gets all mixed up in your head, and that's what happened to me here. Yeah. So yeah. does that answer your
0: question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you uh do you like it? Yeah, did you like it? I
1: like the movie. Um yeah. I'm a sucker for uh setup and payoff, and we had a lot of setup and payoff in this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I mean this uh this came out in eighty five. And I you know, I was looking at uh some of the movies that came out in eighty five, um, and there was a lot of good horror movies in eighty five. And, and funny enough, we've done a few of them already reanimator 85 house 85, you know, uh, I think there was a movie called the stuff. Uh, we could talk about that one at some point down the road too. I don't think you'll like that one, but, uh, but we could do that one. Uh, I don't know. One of the Nightmare on Elm Street. So I think Part Two came out, which is probably one of the worst ones. Yeah, no but... one talks about Part Two, huh?
1: No one talks about part you know two.
0: Part Two's bad. The makeup, uh, the makeup for Freddy is phenomenal in Part Two, but other than that, it's not it's not that great. Uh, okay. Silver Bullet, which is a a werewolf movie with uh, Corey Haim. No, it's not a bad one. The werewolf is terrible. Oh my God, people people get it sh- just rip it apart. Is that a good it's so bad. movie? It's not, a, it's actually a pretty good movie, oh. except for the werewolf. It's bad. It has Gary Busey in it before he went all like wacky. Um, but it's actually not a bad movie. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that came out in 85. Uh, you know, I'm sure some Friday the 13th, I don't know, four or five and Fright Night. I okay. mean, there's a lot of, a lot of good movies from 85. Um. Yeah. And I saw most of these in the theater. So I think this is why this, this particular vampire movie holds like a place in my heart. Um, rewatching it. I still really, really enjoy the movie a lot. I think there's a few things I didn't care for, which was like the, I've never cared for the whole club scene, you know, when, when, you know, a uh, uh, Jerry Dandridge comes and he's, and he's, and he's, and Charlie and, and Amy are there and they're calling Peter Vincent and that whole I don't know, it just it felt like it it went on too long or it just wasn't like needed. They they could have done another scene. I, I just never cared for this this scene. And uh
1: I like that scene, but I do agree it goes on for like a minute or two too long. Yeah. We know what he's doing. He's putting her under his like vampire spell. Yeah. But it it has a little too much of of its own cake. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It just spends too much time on it.
0: Yeah, to me, it's just like uh, I mean, I, yeah, I get the I get what they're doing and why they're doing it, but I just I don't know. Take me somewhere else. I would. It's
1: it's also like she's supposed to be in high school, and this is some ageless vampire, and there's yeah. like weird implications going on <laughs> yeah. in this whole yes, scene. Yes, absolutely. And there's there's a few moments of that in this movie, uh, even in the opening scene where you know the boyfriend, uh, Mr. Brewster, is being a little forceful. To you know Amy, Amy, yeah, who is telling him to stop, but he keeps going, which is definitely a product of its time that wouldn't fly today, no, um, you get multiple scenes between um Dandridge, the vampire, and Amy, pretty weird, almost too many
0: of them to uh, out in my opinion, yeah, and yeah. then
1: you have Dandridge, who's this older guy, again, ages is a vampire, but in the real world he'd be he looks like a like a very attractive fit forty year old guy, maybe late thirties, you know around yeah. that age, yep yep. And then he's like having, you know, sexual escapades right next to his open window. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Where his high school age next door neighbor can like peep on him. It's yeah. it's a lot of weird stuff. Yes, uh, yes, it it, it, is, it is very very. And, and weird. that's not even like the whole like actual sexual stuff that happens between Dandridge and
0: Amy when he's got her in his home. You know? Yeah, it's, it's another scene that I didn't care for either. I. I think it's because I I don't know. I mean, I would rather see more vampire shit and and more cool effects and stuff. I I don't I don't want to see a, yeah, like you said, a, an older man and a high school girl. Um and again, you know, it's a horror movie so we have to kind of just uh let let some stuff slide, but 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 now in today's age, yeah, I mean, you hold- you're, you're, you're you're watching it through today's glasses, you know, or lenses and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that made me feel a little uncomfortable, I think.
1: Yeah, it's aged like milk for sure. Um, I will say like outside of those few things, um, I really love or I don't know if I love the movie. I, I kind of love my time with it, but I think I really, really liked the movie. Yeah. Um, I said earlier where it's kind of having its own cake and, you know, it seems to be doing both. It's eating it and having it. Um, And uh, I just like a movie when it kind of knows what it is. Um, and it's not being like lazy about it. And this movie is very smart about what it's doing most of the time. Um, well, actually, I don't really have examples of it being dumb. So I, I'll say the only feelings I really kind of have with this movie outside of the whole sexual stuff um, is sort of like the lack of character development. There's really not a whole lot of that.
0: Um, I guess that's it. Actually, I kind of like everything else. Some of the stuff and it's not that I dislike it, but but, you know, when you and I were rewatching this and we, we were asking ourselves <laughs> questions like, well, you know, why? Oh, there's
1: like yeah. not a whole lot of explanation of the rules of like the monsters.
0: Yeah, I, I just, you know, and oh, yeah, we we forgot to say the spoiler alert because we're going to if you haven't seen Fright Night, you definitely should go see it and then come back and listen to this. But we're going to we're going to talk about the whole film and, and and there's going to be spoilers. But why, you know. And again, we know vampires aren't real, so there's different rules. And it seems like from different movie to movie, everyone kind of makes up their own stuff. There are some stuff that people follow, the crosses and garlic and holy water. But then why does Ed or evil, you know, uh, why does he turn into a a wolf? I mean, he's he's been bitten by, by Jerry. So he's I don't know. Is he like a vampire in training? And and he's not a full vampire yet, but because he sure looks like it with with the eyes and the teeth and everything. But then even his teeth are a little wonky, like they're out of like a dog's mouth. But I always
1: kind of thought like, yeah, they were trying to make him like goofy because the actual character is a little goofy. So he just came out as like some ugly vampire instead of some super sexy vampire. Yeah. Like uh, Dandridge. But, you know, he's uh, he, he turns into a wolf instead of a bat. I, I, um, don't, so I don't it's, know what that's about. I, I don't mean, know what that's about either. And now, like, I kind of am aware of, like, I should have looked this up beforehand, but, you know, vampires can't have servants and, mm-hmm. you know, they are yeah, they can walk yeah. through the day. That's who you think. Uh, what's his? Oh, Billy. Billy. Yeah, That's kind of what I thought he was doing. But he seems to be undead in a way because he gets shot in the head and he, then he just gets he back he, up.
0: keeps coming. And yeah. then he
1: dies with a stake to the heart. And I wasn't expecting that either. Um I'm so not sure.
0: Does it does there's like
1: a whole lot of rules that aren't necessarily explained and it's just a little weird. Or even like um how Amy maybe this is like a trope that you just don't see very much, but Amy, you know, coming back to be a normal human after killing Dandridge before yeah. Dawn, even though it's technically yeah. after Dawn when he <laughs> dies. Yeah,
0: it, it is. And let you know, uh, it's
1: like you need to like suspend you, know, I'm sorry, you need to just not think about the rules because there really aren't any, if you want to enjoy this movie, but, you know, the rest of the movie is kind of great because of how great the performances are especially They're, by yeah. dandridge who is like the most perfectly cast of Empire. Chris sarandon yeah yeah
0: which which i had told you that's the voice of jack skellington you didn't you didn't know that no uh, i didn't know that that's yeah. awesome yeah i yeah. mean he
1: kills it in both <laughs> he these does. movies
0: he, he he's he's really good i think he's the brother of susan Sarandon. i think i'm gonna i think that's what it is but he's really good in this peter vincent uh, roddy mcdowell all of them are really good evil is a little over the top but i think that's that's like character. that's definitely I
1: mean, done on purpose because yeah. he's supposed to be the comic relief you know like the comic relief that dies right y- yes yeah so like but the way he's just like you're so cool brewster stuff like that you're so
0: cool Brewster. i'm surprised
1: it. <laughs> i haven't heard that more often in like oh, pop yeah. culture uh it's just so like iconic and it's it, it fits it works um so, yeah yeah so i it's like on purpose. And I like that. Um, cause again, the movie's not taking itself seriously. It knows what it is. It's a, so I was thinking about this earlier because, you know, I moved in with you and before I was living somewhere else. And now I have, a, I've got a 30 minute commute to my work. Mm-hmm. So now I just, I got time to think now, um,
0: <laughs> versus the other 20, 25 minutes. Well, that's you. <laughs> well Okay. So
1: for the people that don't know my old, uh place of residence was kind of like in a small city you know like a suburby city um so there's like a lot of turns and there's a lot of having to pay attention now we're living like almost like in the country almost yeah
0: i, I don't know if that is that I, accurate yeah kind of yeah so I mean, not maybe country but i mean yeah there's I mean, not a lot out here there there is especially between is here and my work so all, f- all freeway it's yeah it's all freeway
1: <laughs> it's all two-lane freeway and it's like i don't need to th- like think about driving very much is
0: what my is the point is nice right it's kind nice. of nice yeah I will, it's like I half in, good half bad i like to get in one lane and then i just think about other stuff i listen to music and then i don't have to really like go from lane to lane and worry about stuff and i i enjoy that because most of the time i'm exhausted and i don't want to have to worry about turning and this and that and so i kind of enjoy the drive
1: yeah. I, again, it's like a double-edged sword for me because the lack of having to think about driving kind of makes me sleepy and you oh. know, I don't want to be tired when I'm driving. And you True. know, I'm like, I woke up less than an hour ago. So I'm generally pretty tired during that drive. Yeah. Not like dangerously tired, but I'm still like, I don't want to be sleepy when I'm driving, especially on like a monotonous drive. doesn't matter. It's not the point. <laughs> the point is, is like when I was either driving to work today or from work today, Um, back here i was thinking about genre and i was thinking of how fluid the term genre and almost meaningless that term is because this is technically a horror movie but it doesn't feel very much like a horror movie and you and i watched this is the first time we've ever watched a movie together for the for the for the podcast yeah yeah and you know it's it's even been a while since we've watched a full movie together And I was thinking like last night, I don't remember feeling too scared in this movie. And I don't remember you feeling too scared in this movie. No,
0: no, this is not a scary movie. Exactly. Um, And it's not. Yeah. I mean, but a horror movie doesn't have to be scary. And it doesn't have to scare you. I'm getting to to (laughs) that. Sorry. So
1: like, this isn't really a horror movie. There's horror elements too, you know? And I just was, I don't think about genre that much, but you know, we're a horror podcast. So we talk about horror movies, but if I had to classify this movie as a horror movie, I'd say it's not. It has horror elements, and it's definitely poking at the genre, but it isn't a horror movie. It feels more like an adventure, like mystery, thriller type movie, you know? Oh, I disagree. It it has, like, the sidekick. It has the damsel in distress. It has the big, bad villain, you know? And there's, like, this uncovering of of the mystery. It feels very almost... Like self-contained suburb, like Indiana Jones.
0: And no, you're crazy, I, dude. I do not agree with you at all. With this is even this is gets, a total horror even movie. Even
1: gets like the old retiree, like back in action. Even though like you know the Vincent Price type character, like yeah. obviously has never yeah. actually killed the vampire. Yeah. But I was just thinking about that today. Like this is outside of One Cut of the Dead, which is a movie is like only like thirty minutes of that's really a horror movie. Um, like this movie does not feel like a horror movie at all. It, oh, it feels like something man. totally different with just really? four elements. I, I, and that's my point. I just, you know, I, I don't agree with you at that's all. That's okay.
0: And it's okay. I mean, but I feel like it needs to
1: be set. like Fright Night, it's in the
0: title, but it's not like a horror movie. But it is a horror movie. What do you classify a horror movie? I mean, yeah, see, is, it, is it a slash? I mean, are you thinking a slasher? Are you thinking no. ghost? I mean, because... And that's why I wanted to like sort of look up the yeah.
1: definition of, you know, like, what does it mean to be a horror movie? And yeah. does that mean it just contains horror elements? Does there have to be... Like a like a monster villain, does there have to be blood gore? Does
0: there have to be killing or maiming? You know, like what? what I don't know what, if there's set rules for it, but I mean, we have all, first of all, we have a monster, which is which is the vampire. I mean, he, he's a vampire; he's a monster. So we have that. We have blood. We have killings. You know, I mean, what else do you need? i mean. <laughs> we got we got uh we got the quintessential 80s boobs going on there because that was big in the 80s. Oh, so we, you need boobs to be a horror movie? No, I'm just saying in 198 in the 1980s uh, the almost every horror movie uh had some sort of boobage going on and we have that. Um but we ha- I mean what 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 were we missing that you think we were missing to 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 label this a horror movie? I mean this is the epitome of a horror movie. It isn't super scary, but I could argue there's a ton of movies out there that are horror movies that aren't super scary. I think I, if I, and especially like the, the the ones that I really kind of gravitate towards, the real campy and fun ones. And this is a this is a fun ride. At times, this gets a little like a little dark, um, but but it's still fun. I mean, the whole Peter Vincent character this this kind of B horror movie like actor guy. Um, you know, you got the, 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 the typical, you know, eighties teenagers and I, you know, I, I mean, you got, you got the vampires, you got, you got some cool blood, you got green ooze coming out of, I think it was, was it Billy? That's total eighties. I mean that usually that fluorescent green, something, another, you know, um, but I mean, you know, what What do you think it's missing to, to in your opinion, to classify it as a horror movie? Because in my book, absolutely, 100% a horror movie.
1: I think what it's missing for me is this lack of dread in the film. There's no dread. Now, there are tense scenes, but Breaking Bad is a ton of tense scenes. What I'm missing is some sort of feeling of like dread of some overwhelming bits of, uh a, a, of like an obstacle that you can't overcome that's steeped in horror and that's not here for me.
0: Um but I could argue that I mean I don't know what episode I think this is are we episode 19 today? Yeah. Um this is episode 19. I could arg- I could argue that point about the movies they didn't have dread. I mean I can't yeah, think of so them. Yeah. So it's, hand, it's but- interesting
1: why why is this movie bringing that up for me? Is it just because I I had too much fun with the movie? Maybe. But, but see but, I, a, but see I had like thing, fun yeah. with like brain dead or you know dead alive and yeah. i didn't like bother thinking about this question then so what is it about this movie and i've even seen this poster like either on your wall or oh yeah i have somewhere, it somewhere like a billion uh, yeah, times I have, I have it up i have it upstairs yeah exactly It's one of my favorite movie posters and that that's like a horror poster for absolutely sure. that's scary yeah so i don't know it, i just it was i was thinking about it on the car ride some
0: point today maybe you're thinking too much when you're driving yeah (laughs) maybe you need to i don't know learn a new language and pop something yeah (laughs) i should i should but i'm glad you had fun with it because really that's i think the the kind of i mean not to say the entire point but i'm it's i'm happy that you had fun with it um so you know because this movie is fun for me minus a few scenes that we chatted about but this is a fun movie you know, exactly. It's fine.
1: I think that's what my point is. I don't think horror movies should be fun, but this movie uh, was, was final, fun for me. Final
0: girls that we did. However many weeks back. Yeah. That's I could fun, argue that's not a horror movie a either horror dude. movie. And it was fun. Uh, anyway, what's Tucker and Dell versus evil. Uh, we haven't fun. talked about that. We though. haven't, but yeah. that's a fun movie. And I love, I love those types of fun movies. Uh, you know, campy ones, the, the blob and and stuff. Maybe we do down the road, but you know, so anyways, um, but that's that's funny, man. Uh, you know, that you're uh, that, you know, <laughs> that, that a you, I guess, are thinking way too much about it. Um, but, I mean, you know, maybe that's kind of a good thing as well, because, you know, how often do you do we we watch a movie and we do an episode and then you really, really, really like, you know, you're driving and you're really thinking about the movie. How often do you do that? You probably don't do that that often, do you?
1: No, I actually did that. I- As long as we're doing, well, I've always had a drive to where we record, so I've always thought about the movies, but this is the first time where just that one question popped up in my head. And I remember talking or watching some YouTube video on genre itself, or maybe just someone talking about genre a long time ago. And it just, I was thinking about this movie and I was like, oh yeah, here's that question again is like genre as a term just meaningless or whatever, you know? And so that's just what popped it in. But no, I always think about these movies, obviously.
0: Yeah, but I mean. But I'm usually
1: not like answering or or trying to like question something outside of the film while I'm doing these drives. I'm usually thinking about the movie, not like
0: some sort of film thing outside of the movie, you know? Yeah. I, you know, and I guess it's open for interpretation. I mean, I, you know, just because I say it's such doesn't mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, a fact, but. You know, you and I had watched The Lodge a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I thought it was a complete piece of crap. I, I didn't have any fun with it at all. I thought it was a waste of an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. Um, but people are classifying that as horror, and that doesn't seem horror to me like, at all. Like, what What part of – is that horror? And And is it because – of what happened at the end was horrific. I I don't know. See, if we're talking
1: about just, if we just focus in on one point, and this obviously isn't everything that comes into what a horror movie is, but that movie is very full of dread for me. Not too dissimilar from like Hereditary, you know, which is probably like the quintessential horror movie when I'm talking about horror movies is like, there's just this, this thing that just, uh, just submerges the entire film like at a depth to where there's like so much pressure you can't escape it is it like an uneasiness to it that's part uh, of it and that's kind of i don't we're not going to answer this question here. no we're i not. just i just wanted to bring it up because i thought it was interesting and it, because this yeah. movie made we think about it and you know it's this, it's just like this cheesy fun horror movie from yeah. the 1980s and this is what made me think about this really weird question about film in general. Or, or I'm sorry, genre kind of kind of applies to all art. So this very like artistic question. Um. Anyway, but like, yeah, like that. What were we talking? What movie did you just bring up? Oh yeah, The Lodge. The Lodge has that in spades because it's about like you know, uh, like a girlfriend character trying to like know her boyfriend's kids or fiance, I think at that time, Mm. and the kids
0: like just dislike her for almost no reason. Well, other than the fact that they believe that that uh, the, the, their mother's death was the cause of this woman because their mother took their right. life her it, life because the kids so are would, the
1: kids are stupid. That's
0: they're really, really stupid. You know, the problem with the lodge, and we're not going to get I don't want to get way into the lodge other than the fact that I hated the damn thing. But there are so many things that are just not explained in this movie at all in the lodge so many things unanswered and, and you know, and I think if they would have answered some of the things, these things maybe it would have been a better movie. But to me, it was just a complete waste of time. When it comes to like the lodge,
1: I think I talked to you about this, but when you were talking about making an episode out of this, this, this movie. Yeah. But like, you know, the, if it seemed like the movie is going to go one way and like the movie's like even like going that way because the characters are talking about it and then it just like, so here's a little twist, psych, and then we're not going to go that way anymore. And I really wish like they went the first way because yes. that was the more interesting movie. It, exactly. It, and instead I, they just had the kids be little shits and stupid.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I, I felt like they overthought this thing. It, it was The Lodge was done by the same directors that good, did Goodnight Mommy, which we've we we we've done. Goodnight yeah. Mommy wasn't a great movie. It was It was a decent movie. I enjoyed some of it. Oh um, yeah.
1: And that's why I don't, it just felt like a retread of good night. It did.
0: And, and not even in a good way. It's like they, they did good night mommy and like, Oh, Hey, let's do this, this lodge and, and let's make it very similar. And it didn't work for me at all. And they, they, I don't know. I don't know if it was a money situation. They, they, they ran out of time, ran out of money. They overthought it. I don't know, but what they did and what they could have done, they could have gone so many different directions. And I think it, those any of those directions would have been better than what was the end result. I thought it was
1: going to be like this philosophical movie about what it means to like be alive or like your relationships between people who don't see eye to eye on things and coming closer together through some like, you know, crazy situation. But nope, it's just the kids were you just know, yeah. yeah, like hell of that could,
0: didn't mean anything. They could have they could have really explored the whole her, her father, who was like a leader of a cult and they could have really explored that. And it was just like a, a real quick, eh. And then that was it. And, and to me, it was just, it was just a wasted opportunity, but I, I think we spent too much time on the lodge cause I, I didn't like it. Um, but let's, uh, let's dive into a uh, fright night. So,
1: um, yeah, let's just, uh, so the beginning part, we meet uh Brewster and his girlfriend, Amy, they haven't had sex yet. That seems to be, a, again, this is a 1980s horror movie. Yeah. So of course it's going to be an issue or, you know, like a thing that's brought up in the film. I'm assuming they're both virgins or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever, uh, whatever, doesn't, whatever. Doesn't, whatever, doesn't matter, whatever. Yeah. And you know, Vincent Price character is on, what's his name? Uh, Peter Vincent, Peter Vincent. Thank you. <laughs> He's a uh, hosting like, you know, some like movie night type is thing that's on every night. I, yeah. I think uh, it could be every Saturday. It could be every night. I don't know. Um, yeah. And uh, he starts to see Brewster kind of like catches like Billy, who we don't know is Billy yet, bring in like a coffin with some other guy into the basement and that piques his interest. So he starts to focus on that instead of Amy, who's starting to undress and reluctantly have sex with Brewster.
0: Um, But he's like, well, (laughs) do you think it was reluctantly? I think she was there was
1: there was a hesitance that was there beforehand first. And then then, she just. Yeah, of course, that's literally the definition of reluctant. Like she's obviously consenting. That's not what I'm trying to say here. (laughs) But there is definitely reluctance going on there. So uh, but she like gets upset because he's not paying attention to her anymore. And it's where the movie was like, whatever, dude. And he's paying attention to you know having over next door, and then he's kind of like pokes into that over like the next thirty minutes, and then he gets all these various hints that oh yeah, my neighbor's a vampire. Yes, and yes, yeah, yes. Pretty much. You yep. want to give us uh, like a rundown of everything he sees?
0: Oh my gosh! Uh, what's the
1: first thing we see? Like him actually biting on like a neck of a woman? Yeah. So
0: I mean, the, yeah. The first, yeah. So the real first thing is the is the um, the casket. And you know those things are hundreds of pounds and Billy is carrying one side and the other one seems to be floating. Did it, did you not catch that? It almost no, it, it didn't. Yeah. I think uh, Dandridge had like his, I don't know, his his uh hands in his pockets or his coat or whatever, and it looked like almost like like he was he was powering the lift via his brain or something, his mind, you know. Huh. Yeah. Didn't it look like he was breaking a sweat at all? And you know these things are hundreds of pounds solid wood. Uh we see that uh I think we. Oh, we see the uh, the. To me, it looks. I, I don't know. Uh, the girl uh, uh, shows up. Uh, this was during the day. She's a, a a pretty blonde. Looks like a hooker, right? Did she not look like a hooker to you? Well, no,
1: she looked like a
0: person who was gonna go out on a date or something. Oh, uh, see, I see. to me, this spanked of of hooker, like some sort of. Do you like, have to use the word hooker? <laughs> okay, prostitute. <laughs> Just Thank you. Uh, um this that's what and and i i know uh, she she asks charlie hey you know uh you know uh where's such and such oh that's the house next door and then i think the next day uh, Char, uh charlie sees that girl on the news uh missing girl or, or found murdered and so he starts you know and then uh i think he's uh i think he's uh maybe spying on uh jerry um next door uh because uh he's watching tv and then Uh, He sees a pretty girl in the window and and uh, him and uh, her and Jerry start to kind of, you know, do their thing. And then uh, he he sees uh, Jerry go to bite her. And uh, so he's, you know, he's he's thinking, uh, yeah, something's not right here. So, um, you know, the long teeth girls going missing coffin. He just assumes that she's a vampire.
1: Yeah. So I remember them watching this last night and thinking like Jerry dangers is like a terrible vampire. And I'm surprised he's been doing this for so long. It's like you move to a new place and right away you just commit like three murders like back to back nights. I know. You know, not like not you're causing a whole yeah. bunch of like uh, suspicion. You can't even like kill a boy in his own home after the mother lets you in. <laughs> I know. Which is like the next thing that happens after he starts to cost some shit by like calling the police and all that. And getting like a detective down there to like interrogate Billy and be like, oh yeah, there's a murder going on here. Let's investigate. And then like he starts to like unwind and say, well, I think they're... Uh, a vampire, or at least the other guy's a vampire. He's downstairs in the basement. He's like, "Well, come on, kid. This is the real world. Yeah, there's no vampires yeah. in the real world." Um, so that's like the next thing that happens. But like, like Jerry Dandridge kind of sucks. Like, he's not a good vampire, and apparently he's been doing this for a long time because the uh, only yeah. other like memorabilia he has is for, like 16th century armor and like old paintings of people. Like, just obviously mm-hmm. old stuff, right? That yeah, has to be yeah. hundreds of years old. So he's been doing this a long time.
0: Yeah. He obviously has a servant, so he knows how that works. Maybe maybe over time he just got sloppy, or it just, you know, it has to work with the movie. So, you know. Yeah, I'm just
1: saying, dude, this guy <laughs> sucks. I'm surprised he's been doing this for so long. Yeah. And he has, like, too, too much confidence. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> Sarandon, like, kind of kills it, because he's just the he's perfect really amount of handsome. And he's got, like, this really like interesting way of like walking and looking at people. Like he just yeah. seems so cool
0: all the time. And, 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 uh, he's, uh, he's definitely got, I mean, we know he, you know, he, you know, feeds on people and, and drinks their blood and everything else, but he's also uh, very healthy cause he's eating fruit through the whole movie. Yeah. What was up with that? I didn't understand. I that. don't know. You know, I, I, I noticed the apple bit before because he takes one bite of the apple and it's nearly gone. But, uh, all through the whole movie. He's eating fruit through the whole movie. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what that was all about. Was there some other message there? You know? I wonder uh, if it's like an homage to something. Because I've seen other could, people. Could
1: it could be. I don't know. It's it's definitely strange. I've never seen like a vampire eat an apple. No, uh, gosh, I don't know. Probably I don't, not. Like, I don't know if it's like a reference to some sort of like monster vampire lore. I don't understand. I but,
0: I wonder if it is. I wonder if it is. I, maybe but I mean, he does it as like a palate
1: cleanser, almost because it's almost always after he's fed. At least I know the first time he eats an apple, that's what it is. But I, then we see him again at like six p.m. before he's like eating anybody. So I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it's a he, he yeah, left it's his interesting. He it left could just fruit. honestly be like stranded, like hey man, I wanted something to do, so give me an apple, please. Could be, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, if that was a choice, it's it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, not not yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so like obviously no one believes Brewster that his name is a vampire, and why would you? It's the real world, real world, there's no vampires. what yeah. they don't understand is they're in a the movie, <laughs> so you know, uh, so basically, the rest of the movie is Brewster trying to not be killed by Dandridge and to for him to convince his friends that. You know, uh, Dandridge is a vampire and these murders that have been happening are because
0: of him feeding. Yeah. He just doesn't do a great job convincing, does he? Like, you know, the whole cop scene, it could have been just as simple as, look, I, you know, uh, I saw this this girl that's on the news. She's now dead. I saw her here, you know, but but it was almost like Billy was was egging him on to to kind of like, you know have him say something stupid and the cops just going to roll his eyes and bounce you know um but but I know I know Charlie goes and and tries to get some some help from evil uh you know I think I I I think he pays him what 8 or 9 bucks and evil gives him a cross and you know hey you need garlic and 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 doesn't he tell him you you know you, you, a vampire can't come in unless the rightful owner of the house invites invites them in
1: yeah yeah, and then like the very next scene, we see Dandridge already in the
0: house. This, this, and I is, love this little bit. Yeah, th- this that's a good scene. You know what's what's funny is is I think I was watching The Lost Boys recently, and I think the vampire can't come into the house unless the man of the house, whoever that may be. I've heard this invites. bites. Yeah, I I've heard this in three different ways now. Yeah, I've heard it that way.
1: I'm sorry, I've not heard the man way, but I've heard it the way this movie does it. And then I've also heard it where just anyone can let you in, but they have to let you in. Okay. And that was, I forget there was like a remake of this, uh, a European film. I don't remember specifically in Europe. Let the right one in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And there's like, like it's like let the right one in and then like let the right, I don't know. There's like, uh, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. And then like, they can walk in in that movie, but it's like you get, they, their, their body basically just gets blisters and, so it's coming apart, you know? So, you know, uh, yeah, three different ways. I don't know. Again, I, Again, it's, I, I it's, don't it's think a, it's a fictional monster role. Ex- you, exactly. can, you can have any sort of liberty you want
0: with your own monster. I, you can. I think you can do anything you want in these movies. I What's that movie? Is like
1: 20, like 30 days of night. Or oh, whatever. 30.
0: Yeah, 30 days a night. Did I get that right? Yeah, 30 days Sweet. of night. Not 20, but like, 30. Yeah. Like
1: the zombies in that, like most of the, or, well, I'm sorry, okay, vampires. Yeah. Most of the vampires in that are basically just mindless zombies. You know, that just like really like eating people. Yeah. So like that's, you know, do whatever you want. Yeah. You.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know.
1: But the the rules do have to be explained. I've said that a lot in movies. Please explain what the hell you're doing, because I need to understand (laughs) what's going on. Otherwise, attention is gone. And we saw that through most of the movie. Like, oh, yeah. Crosses do work in this. You got to believe, though.
0: You got to have faith.
1: And they would make a big point of that holy water works. We don't know if garlic works. Uh, the the letting the in thing has that that's also I mean, true. That seems to work. The only thing that we are kind of like unsure on is like, well, why doesn't he turn uh, other people into vampires? He kind of yeah. just turns them into monsters. The reflection
0: works. That's yeah. that's a that's a trope as well. You know that 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 if you uh you know a, a vampire doesn't cast a reflection, you, oh my gosh, uh, I don't think I had mentioned this to you. I'd seen this movie so many times. So many times, and I, and I love when I rewatch a movie and I catch something that I never caught before. And we were rewatching this last night when Dandridge comes into the mother's room and he goes to walk out the door, and there's that huge mirror and there's no reflection, and we see the door open and close. I never caught that before. I loved it. I loved it. It's little details like that. Yeah, they're really
1: good with the mirror stuff in this, and somehow yeah. that seems pretty hard because the only way to do that is either like composite a different bit of film or to just create a whole separate room behind the quote unquote mirror you oh, know man. so it's yeah. like hard to do and i definitely appreciate it
0: yeah yeah it was, that's crazy it was a nice little nugget that i had never copied before i don't know how i missed this because i saw this in the theater when it came out and you know i think over time you see this on like say vhs you know and vhs was terrible and so you just don't catch little things or you're watching it on a 32 inch tv and you know, we watch it on a hundred inch screen, so you know you catch little things that maybe you haven't caught before. Yeah,
1: we watched the DVD too, and I was like, "Oh yeah, your Blu-ray player's kind of good at upscaling." Because mm-hmm. there was like a couple scenes in the movie where like I saw the wires. Oh yeah, I, I you even were told you about like, like yeah. uh, when evil is like dying. Yeah, after and he's, he like, into and he's like the dog. Like yeah, dog- you see, yeah. you can see like obviously it's just like a very light puppet suit maybe, and they're just like dragging the puppet from like above. Underneath and you the like you can see like that. there's a wire on like the shoulder and one on the head, yeah. And I was like, damn,
0: I'm surprised I you can't did catch it. That. I didn't catch it because I wasn't paying attention. I saw you night. can
1: also see like on one of the scenes with uh, the Dandridge bat, yeah. It's like was well, obviously they're like you know they're not playing to like the home video audience that people are going to pause the film, right? They're like people are going to see this in theaters once or twice and they're not even going to notice it. Yeah, you know, because it's on it's on screen for like three seconds at tops.
0: What what I did recognize or, or notice was uh, uh, they made Peter uh, Roddy McDowell, play, you know, uh, his character, Peter Vincent, they they made him look really old. And I don't think he I'm sure he was old when he did the movie, but they made him look extra old. And it was noticeable when we were rewatching it. They put like a ton of white paint on his yes, face. Yes, Right. And yeah. the, the hair clearly either looked like a wig or they dyed it. I mean, he looked, or, but I never noticed that before. But this time, he looked overly old.
1: So this is like a The Exorcist Godfather situation, where they took like an actor that's not that old, made them like really old for some reason.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, yeah. Max Bonsido was, I don't know, thirty or forty we something. We looked a long time ago. Yeah, I can't did. believe we forgot. I know. I think he was in his forties, and they made him look like he was like eighty. But that was mm-hmm. done well. Yeah. That was done well. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, but anyways. Uh, Okay, so uh, let's see. No one no one believes him. He he's- during,
1: during all of this, his relationship with Amy is going downhill because obviously he's focused on the vampire stuff and not on her. So she doesn't like it. Again, I'm not a big fan of this stuff because, like, why is this so important to you, you know? Um, especially when it's, like, not important to Brewster,
0: apparently uh Brewster's uh, more concerned about getting killed that's (laughs) a good point all right retract it Um, I mean he look he knows that Dandridge is a vampire Dandridge knows that Charlie knows that he's a vampire so yeah
1: I kind of yeah I I kind of love this whole game game of cat and mouse between Dan or yeah Dandridge and uh Brewster because obviously the other one wants the other one dead the other one doesn't want to be dead (laughs) <laughs> so like you have uh Brewster doing all these precautions, doing everything he can, and it kind of works. You know, he sees that him impaling with like a stake, basically just wood, right? Yeah. With the pencil works when dangers attacks him in his home. That's a great scene. Yeah. I love that whole bedroom scene, right? Yeah, I like that scene quite a bit. That's a I mean he, like Serena is just so like menacing and cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And then when he loses, it's cool. It's like, oh shit, this is scary. Yeah. Um and how yeah. does the
0: mom not hear this?
1: Well, uh, see, that's what I thought. Because yeah. uh, in the previous scene, we obviously see them drinking alcohol. I just assumed she was, like, passed out from the alcohol. Oh, um, uh, And he also, uh, yeah. again, he has vampire powers, so he could, <laughs> yes, like, have so put her to sleep in some it's way. It's
0: true. It's true. Uh, cool. I mean, because Charlie's being thrown across the—he's being thrown across his bedroom into his closet. Uh, some of his stuff is getting knocked out. I mean, all his, his room's getting jacked up.
1: Also, she works, like—or she's transitioning to night shifts, so, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe she's just and maybe she's just a there's a like there's,
1: there's enough like heavy, evidence in the movie for there to yeah. be like, I don't care. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> it, uh, fine. it is.
0: It, it, it is cool. Yeah. Uh, I, so. Um, so there's that. Yeah, there's that whole bedroom scene. And, and you know, even even Dandridge gives him the opportunity. Look, Charlie, just forget about me. You know, I'll go about my business, you go about yours. But of course, Charlie can't do that. You know, he, he tries to get him with the cross and, you know, and. I
1: don't know why Charlie can't do that. I mean, he totally could do that. Because like the only no, person. couldn't. The only person who's being threatened right now is him.
0: So, so, so if you know there's a vampire next, living next door to you and you've, you've seen him, you've seen him with women that are, are ended up on the news dead, you think you could just let it go and not. I mean, when my death is
1: immediate, <laughs> if I answer wrong. Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't Let's be real. Charlie Brewster got lucky. He should have died. He just happened to stab him with a pencil and then he got spooked because the mom was waking up. That's the only reason he left. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I'm just gonna kill you tomorrow night, I guess.
0: Yeah, just, yeah. You know,
1: like it's he, inevitable. He, he should have died. If a uh, dandridge was a good vampire, Brewster would just be dead. And if I was facing against a stupid vampire, then I'd be like, yeah, I guess not. Let me just stab you with a pencil, then I'd be good. Yeah, funny story, I actually, I actually stabbed myself with a pencil.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know if I've I ever told oh, you. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, but when I was in middle school, I stabbed myself with a pencil in a stupid way. Yeah. An accident. Yeah. And I just have like a gray oh, mark. I, yeah, I think I remember on, that. On my hand. Yeah. this was when I was in art class.
0: I think I yeah, I think um, I remember that. So
1: yeah, he probably even but- just because he's a vampire doesn't mean he doesn't have like lead stain in his hand from now on, <laughs> but you know, like, yeah, I would probably be like, no dude, that's fine. <laughs> I'll forget. Yeah. So, but that happens. <laughs> and then obviously a bunch of other stuff happens. And then, you know, now Charlie Brewster, who doesn't want to die, needs help. His friends don't believe him. His girlfriend doesn't believe him. So let's go to, uh, I keep wanting to call him just Vincent Price. <laughs> I
0: know. It's Peter
1: Vincent. Peter Vincent. So he wants I mean, to go and it makes wants sense to call Vincent. Him.
0: I mean, it's totally a right. A, 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 it's either a ripoff or we're paying homage to to Vincent Price. It has to be. because has it's to all be. There, I mean, the dude. name's there. Everything is there. But yeah, Peter he's Vincent. He's even like starring
1: in the movies they're showing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's, um, just, he's just not the vampire. He's a vampire killer. He's a vampire. Yeah. So yeah. um, he goes to him because obviously you go to a celebrity to solve your problem. When you have a, you know, a a murderous vampire next door. And (laughs) obviously he says, no, it's a character. You dumbass. I'm not actually a vampire killer. And also you're crazy. So he says no to all that. And then, you know. uh, He goes crazy. So Brewster goes crazy in his own bedroom and then Amy and evil come down and check on him. Like, okay, you're obviously crazy, but let's, you know, let's let's accept your delusions, try to Go get you through your delusion.
0: What is, is he, is he, um, he's, he's got, he's carving a steak or something. He's got garlic everywhere. And yeah, there's candles and it looks like he hasn't slept in like weeks, but it was like the the same day or the next day. It's
1: the same day, dude. Same day. So it's, I don't know if you remember like the promotional material. Actually, I think it's in the movie for like suicide squad with like the Joker and all the, like the knives and Mm. blades and weapons around him, like in this weird, like spiral symmetrical pattern type of thing, and like someone did the math, and they're like, "Yeah, this took him like twenty three hours to do, I guess, and so I was like wondering, how long did this take Brewster to get all the candles set up in just the right way and still have time to like create like three different stakes and create a new one and nail down all the windows like it's only been like three hours like has he really done it in that <laughs> amount of time anyway, yeah, so so they go to Peter Vincent's and say, like, hey, man, that crazy kid, he's our buddy. Can you just, like, help him along? This next in Norton Aper is obviously not a vampire. Just, like, have him drink some holy water. That's Peter Vincent's idea. And then just, like, you know, let's just prove to him that he's not a vampire. And then Brewster's like, okay, that's a good idea um, because I want you to know he's a vampire. But, like, okay, we want you to know that he's not a vampire. So they actually convince the celebrity to come down there. Yeah, in for, his costume and get up and bring holy water, quote unquote, it's not yeah. actually holy water, it's just tap water. And everyone's, it's like a
0: good date type of
1: thing, You know, everyone's
0: going to yeah. hang out for a bit. Yeah, but we, we, what, what I loved is the whole, because uh, Peter Vincent got fired from his gig, and he's, he's, he's broke, uh, washed up, I, I don't know. And they can't convince him until Amy's, Amy offers him, what, a $500 savings bond, and he's all over that yeah that was funny which is which is pretty hilarious man and i was like that like i mean laughing good (laughs) so yeah so uh yeah so they're gonna meet uh i think uh either Amy is it amy or i think it's evil uh calls up dandridge and 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 you know uh, you know, to set this whole thing up. And, and yeah.
1: Yeah. So they, they meet at Danger's house at 6
0: PM the next day. Right.
1: It's, it's funny. Th- yeah. And he's like yawning because obviously he just woke up instead of doing work things like, you know, he tells people and then they go through the scene. Obviously it's tap water. He drinks the tap water. Bruger doesn't believe it. You know, they're convinced like the friends are convinced Vincent's convinced and then they're getting to leave. And also I really do like the scene. It's very tense because obviously Brugia is like, Fighting it this entire time. Yeah. And then Billy's like doing like a very Walton Gogginsy thing by just kind of existing and like mm-hmm. stepping forward and being menacing in general. Yeah. And then Dandre's Dan is like, ooh, is anything going to like not go my way? But he's really cool. So it doesn't. And, you know, like everything is like good. And then we get to the very, very end of the scene and like Peter Vincent. Shows the prop that we had seen in an earlier scene with the mirror that, he, you know, was from like an old yeah, movie. That was he was checking
0: old. his face or something?
1: Which, he was doing whatever. Whatever he was and doing. And then, like, obviously, Dandridge doesn't show up because he's a vampire. And then he's like, oh, this is it. I guess I was wrong. And
0: Vampires do yeah. exist. And this yeah, guy's he, a vampire. And he, what does he drop his? He drops the little, uh, the, drops the mirror. Mm-hmm. He's definitely startled. And, of course, uh, you know, Dandridge picks up on this, uh. And Charlie absolutely does. Uh, they he would try, He gets them the hell out of the house. Charlie confronts Peter. You know, come on, Mister Vincent. I mean, you know, you saw something. Please tell me. You know, because everyone else thinks I'm crazy. And of course, he justifies. Yeah, he didn't cast a reflection. So uh, Dandridge, uh, Dandridge and Bill, Billy are, are are talking, and then Dandridge steps on the piece of glass that broke from the mirror, and so. Yeah. So
1: so now he knows that Peter Vincent knows, and of course he already knows that Brewster knows, and now Amy and Evil don't know, but he has to assume they know. Is that all track? Yeah, that sounds about right. So basically, on so Vincent's going back to his place, and then the three kids are going back to you know their homes, but they're walking together, and this is where Danger goes to attack. So he corners uh, Evil. Bites him because well, evil accepts his offer to like not... take
0: take care of him because yeah, evil's a you, you could tell evil is a is a kid that probably gets a lot of shit from from people at school. He gets picked on and bullied, and maybe maybe Amy and Brewster is his only friends. Not 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 quite sure, but I think that's kind of what Dandridge is is saying. Look, you'll never have to you know put up with any shit anymore. I'll take care of you. You know, um, I think it's a pretty good deal. At least Evil thinks it's a good deal. Yeah, and that's the deal I would have taken, basically. Instead.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, if we were talking about earlier in the movie. So, yeah, and then he turns into, like, a oral vampire type of thing. Yeah. Um. Then he goes to uh attack uh Amy and Brewster. Oh, I forgot their names for a second. Yeah. And then we get the whole club scene. We already uh, talked about it yeah. whatever. Yeah. He's talking. He's calling Vincent. And I think yeah. right before this, we see... Evil attack Vincent, and then Vincent actually staves him off with the uh, cross. Yes. Yeah. Burns the, burns, yeah, burns the cross. It's, pretty- it's super gnarly, and I feel so yeah. bad for, like, both of them. Like, like uh, even Evil has, like, a tear coming down his face. And I was like, man, I, he was not, like, expecting this, I bet. <laughs> yeah. And I, he's obviously in, like, yeah. a huge pain. He only accepted the offer because, you know, he didn't want to be bullied and he's going to die anyway. So, let's, might as well choose... The one of lesser evils, right? Yeah. Uh, I said that
0: wrong. The lesser evil. Thank you. And so, yeah.
1: like, well, man, I just feel really, really bad now. This movie's getting really, really dark, and it's becoming less fun <laughs> for me
0: because I'm very uncomfortable. I did notice that when we were watching it. Yeah.
1: Um. So anyway, and this, then we get the whole like sort of rapey almost uh, ballroom scene, or club scene. And then yeah. he obviously kidnaps her, takes her to her home and then we get like further sexual stuff. Then he bites mm-hmm. her yeah. after like fingering her. It's, it's very, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a finger. I, it's suggest that was what Maybe was suggested it was... to me, man. Okay. Yeah. And then he immediately bites her right after that. So yeah. there's obviously like allegory for like taking her virginity in like multiple ways. Yeah. And it's like not feel really feeling this. No. 25 I, I, I years
0: agree. on. I agree with you wholeheartedly. The, the if if I could remove anything from this movie, it would be the, it would be that scene in the bedroom, and the and the nightclub scene. I I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I, I just I, I think they could have gone a different route with it at all. And then to, and please explain to me again, different rules. But why does Amy's hair get longer and change color? I because think, she was yeah. like like what what was her hair originally like? Really short, blonde. Yeah, blondish brown. And then all of a sudden it was red and then it was super long. And so it's like, what what the, what the hell is that? The
1: only thing that kind of makes sense is like your hair quote unquote grows out when you're dead. It doesn't, but like that's kind of like the myth. So maybe like she's becoming undead now. So her hair's growing out. It also can just be like, Oh yeah. When you're a monster, your hair goes everywhere. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. They're, I don't know, man. I don't know. If anyone, if anyone knows, please, please uh, send us a comment or something. Let us know. But I, you know, I, I don't get that. Um, so anyway, it's fine. Yeah. So
1: Vincent Price,
0: <laughs> Peter, Peter Vincent,
1: Vincent. <laughs> and Brewster come to save the day. He convinces him to come down to the house. He brings a gun, a box full of steaks and stuff, and they're going to go to town on these guys. Um they kind of do, actually. You know, they do a pretty good job. Honestly, they do a really good job. Um, they kill Billy, who turns out to be like I, some weird, un, I don't undead know, undead zombie is. guy. Because he gets shot in the head, but he's okay.
0: Like, what is? I mean, is he? I don't know, man. I don't know what he is. I don't know if he's just like I said, he's a temporary vampire. I don't know what the hell he is, man. Um, I know, but there's I know,
1: another. I know, I know there is like a vampire rule here for the servant, and I I feel like this is explored in another horror movie I haven't seen yet, but I've I've heard about like. I don't know, but there's obviously some weird undead stuff going on here with the vampire partnership, but I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, but he, you know, he dies and then, yeah. And then, and then we get that cool, like green goo scene. I'm always down for like some green yeah. people disintegrating, like yeah, and you then, know, Indiana then, Jones. Yeah. And then Sam Again, comes out. I don't... Indiana Jones. Same thing, dude. <laughs> I'll
0: give me a friggin' So. Break.
1: And then like but Dandridge is super cool through like and, all of this and
0: scary and so and then I think Peter Vincent freaks the hell out and runs next door to uh, to Charlie's house to to, to yeah you know, he kind of he kind right, chickens out you know I don't know if it was too much for him so he so he heads over there well
1: he, like even if he does chicken out he immediately has like a redemption arc and like the, the very next scene where he basically kills yeah. evil he does kill evil um and again I feel bad too, I like this scene with because like that. He has like a ten minute death scene where like both of them just feel really bad.
0: Yeah, and, that, that and scene then went I feel
1: really bad, <laughs> and he's super bloody. He saws a scar on his forehead. He's again, he's like a teenager. The scar does go away. Yeah,
0: after he after, quote unquote dies. dies. That 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 death scene went on way too long.
1: Yeah, and it, again, this is where like the movie starts being stops being fun. Is like, well, this is really, really, really heavy and depressing. Yes, because we were basically watching like this uh, coerced like Stockholm syndrome almost like all within like three hours or whatever, like victim die before his time, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, yeah. it's really rough to watch.
0: I, yeah. But yeah, he gets him with a stake in the chest and then he yeah. slowly dies. So yeah, slowly dies. I mean, he, he turns, I mean, he's a vampire, I guess, in the bed. And then there's that whole kind of cool, you know, uh, so, some dialogue with, with him and Peter Vincent. And then, yeah, he gets the stake to the heart, but he turns it before that he turns into a, a wolf, I still don't understand that, but I'm sure I'm I, I know there's an explanation for it. Um, some cool transformations, though, as he's going from like the wolf to you know uh, basically a human. Yeah, it's you know, really good. Some, some yeah, some cool effects. You know, I mean, by this time we'd you know American Werewolf in London is was years prior. You know, um, there are some. I think the howling had already been out. Yeah. I think the, the howling was either early eighties or late seventies, but you have a lo- lot of other werewolf kind of transformations that you could pull from. And that's what you're seeing a little bit in this. Um the one little scene in uh the one little scene where it looked like it was reversing like the skin. Remember that part? I mm-hmm. they did that in uh one of the Elm Streets. I think they did that in part four with with Freddie. Um that's what that reminded me of, but this would have been prior to uh Elm Street Four. Um, but anyways, so evil's now dead. Uh, he's turned back to human, his, his scar, man,
1: imagine being the mom and coming back and seeing that. (laughs) That'd be pretty crazy. I was kind of thinking that's where the movie would go, but it doesn't go there. No, obviously like evil must have like left quote unquote, or, you know, like spoilers He's not dead because he's in the very like tag at the end. Um, yeah. But anyway, so the only big bad left now is Dandridge, so they just got to kill him.
0: You know? I mean, we have a we have a vampire Amy. I mean, she's kind of in between, you know, right? I mean, so so yeah, and now they've got like
1: this interesting situation where they just got to like not kill her and but keep her at bay, like subdue her in a way. So they do that. Well, uh, Peter and and Charlie, you know, try to take care no, of. No, I was going to say, Price or whatever again so peter yeah, vincent peter vincent, peter vincent. Oh, yeah, okay how do you not VP. remember this
0: vp no peter vincent pv oh my god how PV. do you i've said peter vincent a hundred times i don't care
1: <laughs> they <laughs> killed andridge okay and then you know he's going to sleep now so let's get let us let's let's stake him in the heart because when they're confronting him that you know the sun comes up so he like turns into a bat and goes back to his coffin And then you now they just need to kill him, while also making sure that you know Amy doesn't also get killed, or they need to kill her by going crazy. And then so they go to the basement. (laughs) PV is (laughs) is going to you know open the coffin and and kill him, but you know like Brewster has to like deal with Amy, and now we get like a super confident, sexy Amy, and she like. Did she get hit at all? Does he like, does Brewster like hit her? Nah, I don't remember. I don't know, but don't she like turns her face away from him and then she turns back and she's got that really cool that's, face that's on cool. the poster uh, or on the face of this poster and it looks really cool. It's really cool. I mean, obviously, if you look a little too hard at it, you can see where all like the makeup I starts. I don't care, man, because I, it's, it's I think, really cool. I
0: think the mouth is friggin' awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That is, that is a, uh, Uh, A scene that is used a lot when when people pull from Fright Night or other just vampire stuff, that particular uh, scene is pulled a lot. And I, I love this. I I love this mouth and this look is fucking cool, man.
1: Yeah. So they, uh, you know, there's not much to talk about. There's confrontation. You know, Dandridge wakes up before Vincent gets the stake in like enough. He pulls out the stake that's in him a little bit. And he's okay. And then Amy sees that he's okay. And they're like, Oh sweet. Or well, I guess we are still in this, <laughs> but it's daytime. And what we saw in like one of the very first few scenes of the movie is Billy actually painting all these windows black with like some like blackout paint. Yeah. So, you know, they happen to break one of these windows and like, Oh yeah, that's the solution. So they like break basically this glass house. That's a basement into like oblivion for like sunlight. So just boom, 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 sunlight, sunlight, sunlight. They trap him. They get one one more bit of sunlight, blows him into the wall with the sunlight, and then he blows <laughs> up. Yeah. And then Amy is saved. it's a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. Except yeah. yeah. so Billy
0: died. And Billy died? I'm so, oh, evil. You, you mean oh, his evil. Name? Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Ed. Well, Billy did die, but also, yeah, like, but Ed. Yeah, the their, their friend that. also died. And yeah. they're, like, two scenes Kinda. later,
1: they're, like, okay, that's okay. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even I remember know. this character
0: anymore. I know. But, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've seen that. I've seen that type of, you know, let's kill the vampire with that type of light scene before. I think they did it in From Dust Till Dawn where they were shooting holes in the... I, I'm sure they've done it in other movies, too, you know. Um, there's only so many, I guess ways you can kill a vampire but yeah um yeah so amy's okay you know everything's good right yeah even uh pv gets
1: his job back and is a Radiance monster i guess Uh, I don't know Like, why
0: else would he have his job back I don't know I think he was um I think he was changing his format he understood that people weren't maybe into the vampire stuff instead of more into like the slashers well he shows an alien movie at the end what is it an alien summer camp or something Uh, (laughs) I think that's what he said he said uh I think he said something like "A, a, a summer camp gets taken over by aliens or aliens something like that so they're taking the whole summer camp thing which of course is a play on you know Friday the thirteenth and you know. Uh huh. So I mean a lot of a lot of those movies, a lot of those slashers were in summer camps, but uh, obviously yeah, it's so.
1: a, it's a happy ending if you just forget that evil died. You know, yeah. which apparently they, they do. Um uh, yeah, yeah. But obviously, you know, they're they're making out in the bed, P V is all happy on T V and then he gets interrupted because he sees like red like lights, like, like red eyeballs yeah. almost across and, the way. Yeah, at the yeah. old the uh, dangerous house yeah and it's like well what's there you know
0: yeah and then I he know. kind of does a double take and yeah i didn't see anything it's all good
1: and, and then, then the things. credits roll and you say and you <laughs> hear like
0: uh you're cool brewster no it's you're so cool brewster well i got it mostly right <laughs> you did it mostly right yeah it's such so, a it's such a great line. And then
1: I'm sure there was a Friday night too. There was a Friday night too.
0: Whatever. And it wasn't that good.
1: Yeah. That's what I figured. I think
0: I've watched it once and it's not memorable. It's not. It's. Ugh. And I think Williams, Ra- William, William Ragsdale is in it. I'll be honest, man. I don't remember. I saw it one time years ago. Don't remember anything about it. You know? So this
1: could have definitely been just a one and done type of deal and
0: it. Should have know. been a one and done. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. It is a good movie um so anything else that we didn't like uh i don't know i think we hit on most everything right yeah i think i'm good you know i don't think there's anything I think there's, else i want to talk about i don't think so
1: either fucks are obviously cool uh yeah, freks are cool yeah there's not a lot yeah. of blood in this movie actually no for a vampire movie there's almost like no blood i'm cool with
0: that i mean no you i'm know? just i'm yeah. just pointing it out yeah no you're right there really wasn't a lot of uh a lot of blood um You know, some, some, some very, uh, enjoyable music, uh, you know. Oh, the music was good. Music was good, The the dandridge
1: music, whenever he's basically just being cool on screen. Yeah. Super cool. He's pretty smooth,
0: man. He's like a smooth operator. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) An 80s reference, but, uh. Yeah. He is a, he is a pretty fucking cool vampire, man. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I want to check out the, the remake just to see how Colin Farrell does it. I should just watch it just
0: to see but I'm, I I'm curious. I heard it's bad. I haven't seen it, so I can't, I, I'm just basing off what I've heard from other people that it's just, it,
1: it I, I mean, I will say like Colin Farrell seems like the right casting because Colin Farrell is also pretty cool, but he's also like very goofy. So I'm curious how that, that works. Yeah. but I'm just, I'm just curious to see like yeah. how, how they did. Yeah. You should
0: watch and let me know what you think.
1: And we'll see, you
0: know, well, cool, man. I think that's it, right? Yep. So that's gonna do it uh for this episode. Uh join us next week. Uh we're talking about 2002's, uh dog soldiers. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you tell everyone about our Ear for Fear podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ear for Fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can keep up to date on news, events, and episodes. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you come back and get an earful.